Hello and welcome to episode number 26 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa, a.k.a. T.I. Yes, T.I. We love it. We love it. I'm Ritzy P. We're girls and we nerd out with the cock out. Mm-hmm. No no strange noises this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little callback. Yeah. You can reach out and touch us. I need to stop saying that. That's like a commercial from when we were kids, and many people probably do not know what the hell that means. Um, at the Nerd Out on Twitter, you can also find us on Facebook, and you can email us info at thenerdout.com. We're also on iTunes, and uh, talk to us, tell us things. Yeah, and you know, recently people have been reaching out to us on Facebook and Twitter and stuff, such as one of the famous G's. G's as in gays. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Danny Ibarra asked if we had ever seen the movie <laughs> Eagle vs. Shark. I haven't. I wanted to see it, but I totally forgot about it. Have you? No. Seen is it? it sort of like Shark Topolis? Shark Shark Topolis. Shark Topolis. No, Thank no, you. no. Oof, that was a rough it's, one. It's um, what's his name? Not Brett, but the other guy from uh, Flight of the Concords. Oh no, I don't um Looks like a really cute movie. We'll have a link to the to the trailer, but it's been out for a while and uh he didn't say I think I asked him if like we should or something and I don't think he I'm thinking he that we should. Okay, well now you're on notice. It's time to respond back to Ritzy's exactly. question Hello. and let us know. Yeah. Or anyone else listening, do we need to see Eagle versus Shark? Yeah, is that a must? Is that a must see? And then um who's this person? Triple E via Twitter asked if we had seen Face Off, and then he mentioned that um, Kevin Smith was a judge a few weeks back, and so I was like, Face Off? What the hell is fucking Face Off? Oh, yeah. And I haven't watched it yet, but I think I'll check it out. It's um elimination competition reality show where they do special effects, makeup and shit. Yeah, there's some, some sort of show that I watch on um, sci-fi that is escaping me at the moment. Um, but I always see the ads for it, and I think, huh, that could be interesting. Yeah, so I'll check it out. Maybe at least check out the episode where Kevin Smith is a judge since, you know, I love he, I love he so. Lost Girl. That's the TV show I watch. Lost on, Girl? On sci-fi. Uh-huh. Is it good? Um, it's actually much better than it should be. It's, um, it's a Canadian show. Um, I think and done with like BBC Canada or something. And, um, I mean, the premise is so ridiculous. It's like this woman and she's fae, not to be confused with a fairy. Oh, so it's all, it's about the whole fae world. And, uh, that's a little background. Um, it's about like the fae world and there's like, werewolves and people with all sorts of different abilities and she's like i don't know kind of their savior and i don't know it's kind of weird but it does star a guy um that my friend and i like to refer to as hot chris martin oh i saw that guy i know what you're talking about he plays a werewolf and we're like we're we're like oh yeah you know that guy (laughs) hot chris martin (laughs) he does kind of look like chris martin yeah that's funny. Only, you know, hotter. <laughs> um, so we have a few things. There was one thing in particular that I found out that I was so fascinated by, and I didn't know where to put it, so I just figured we can launch right into <laughs> it here. There is a bra store in Los Angeles called Jeanette, G J E N E T T E, Jeanette Bras. Okay. 
And it was profiled in the LA Weekly Best of Award, which I totally have in my car. And when I sit at a red light, I read it. The, like, <laughs> the things are perfect. They're like a paragraph. So I'm all, okay, next. So imagine my surprise when I found out that Jeanette Braz is, has like a owner proprietress, Jeanette Goldstein, who you may remember as the ass-kicking Private Vasquez in Aliens. You remember the badass chick in the second Aliens movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. looked totally, like, lesbianic. Yeah. Just she had, like, braids or something. She had, like, a super short hair, and she wore, like, yeah, a handkerchief had, yeah, and toted yeah. a big gun. Yeah. She's so badass. That's her? That's her bra store. No way. There's way. No, is there a picture? There's not. No, but I look, if you, I think if you go to the website, you can see what she looks like now. I want to see what she looks like, because she looked, ro- that's she her. She looks, she's old, way older. Of course she would be. Yeah. She looks oh, pretty maybe good. click on about Jeanette. Um, so yeah, how cool is that? Oh, that's cool. She looks good. She looks good. Sister has a bra store for big boobs. For D's, huh? D's and up. Yeah. I gotta check that shit out. Who knew that she was uh, packing some heat underneath that? Wow. Right. She gear. looks better because they made her look rough on purpose. Yeah. Back then, and but, it was another time too. But when I rewatched uh, Aliens recently, with uh, when we had our big three oh, yeah. Alien <laughs> adventure, um, everyone was like, "I was like, I forgot how cool she was," yeah, and everyone that was there was like, "She really is totally the biggest badass." And then, uh, and then you just—that's just crazy. Yeah. So hey, she has a bra store. Good for her. Good mm-hmm, for her. Mm-hmm. Best of. Um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, so I didn't talk about this before. I have a picture we could post, but it's just, you know, a huge triumph that I had. Um, we are, um, converting the office into another type of room mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were purging and Miosito, um, has this safe, not the, the combination safe, but you know, the safes you could buy for the house, for the room and the closet, what kind of lock does it have on it? It's like a weird key that you can't get remade. Okay, that type so it's of not thing. A, it's not a twisty or it's a not rolly. A twisty. Yeah, it's not twisty or rolly. Combination that would be combination. Yeah, the combination. Yeah, twisty rolly or AKA combination. combination. Um, it's not one of those, but it's a heavy duty like mm-hmm. you know key lock uh, safe where mm-hmm. you maybe put your gun in there. You know, maybe some diamonds or whatever. Sure. And um, so we're going through it. He's like, man, he's like, oh, what, what is that still doing? And he's like, I can't find the key. I know it's somewhere. I remember it was banned. We put it somewhere. I think it's in your car or something like that. I was like, all right. And then I was just like, hmm, let me, let me take a stab at this. I used to dabble in this type of stuff, right? So then he's like, why it felt so good and it's nerdy and, and it felt so good on so many levels because he would make always make fun of my headlamp that I purchased. Like your spelunking light? <laughs> I bought this like... That this, is a damn handy thing to have. It is! Because you, you you never know. And I got it and it also has infrared on it and stuff. And I, I've had it for like over a year and he, he'd shake his head like, oh my god, please do not wear that thing around me and stuff. But you know, it's come in handy and he's used it a couple of times. Exploring caverns. You know what I mean? But it's also good for picking locks because so I got my tools. What are your tools? I'll show them. It's uh cuz I took jewelry back in um as an elective back in college. So I have like these tools that could also be for picking different types of locks as I have found out in my history. And anyways, so we get, I get my headlamp and um 
And I was like, oh, okay, this is perfect. My head lab, I could see inside what I need to click and move and stuff like that. And, and it's been a while. I haven't done it in a while. And I don't think I've ever done a safe. And then, um, so I'm getting my tools. And he's like, he comes in. He's like, what are you doing? I go, oh, yeah, I said, dabble. I'm going to try. He's like, all right, but this isn't a diary. <gasps> oh, it's on. <laughs> And he starts laughing, right? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I want to prep this motherfucking thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm never, you. I've never done it before, but I was just like, even that much more motivated. Plus, I'm wearing my head left that he always makes fun of. Totally. And then he gives me that little remark and walks away and starts laughing. So he walks away and he's thinking like, this bitch, you ain't going to open nothing, right? So I'm doing it and be, if I wouldn't have been able to do it if it wasn't for my headlamp because I could see everything that I needed to see. All of a sudden, blue, 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 click, open. I was, I was like, calling. I was like, man, I'll see you come here. He's like, what? I was like, um, yeah, I didn't want to open it in case there was um, some private things in there. He's like, you opened it? I'm like, that's right. <laughs> here, all, me and my diary and my headlamp are just going to be over here. Yeah. Accepting your the warm glow of your praise and incredulity. It was like the best feeling in the whole fucking wide world. First time cracking a safe, and then having to do with my headlamp, and then after he told me the fucking diary comment. It's on. So I have a picture of like oh, right after. I can't wait to see where picture. I have my headlamp on. It's a little one, and then I have my tools in my hand, and I, I posted something like, "If you just knew what the fuck I just did right now, like nerd, like nerds up, hose down, like it's awesome." So yeah, so I picked a personal safe with my headlamp. Okay, well, um, just because I asked the tough questions. How is it? The, what sort of experience do you have in <laughs> opening locks that you don't have a key for? Since I was a kid, I always used to like go around and look at things I wasn't supposed to look at that were locked. <laughs> like what? I don't know, porn stashes and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> you just, just you never met a uh, you never met a locked lock you didn't <laughs> like. If there was something in it and I wanted to get into it, I try to find a way to unlock it. And those are like not safe, so they're super fucking easy to open. Yeah. You know, you just need like two things, a bobby pin and another thing and whoosh, and you're in or, you know, three things. And like, I don't know. It's just, it's just something I like to do back in the days. And then so <laughs> the opportunity presented itself. And uh... <laughs> I mean, picking locks to me is so you like I can just totally see you being like, oh, yeah, I got my gear. I got <laughs> Like laying out your like leather pouch <laughs> with all of your like that'd be awesome. I want burglary gear. I want like Dexter the other day when he picked he had his um, lock picking tools in a little like container thing. I want that waterproof container. Yeah, probably. So if you're picking a lock on a boat, you never know. You never know. <laughs> um. So yeah. So there, there it is, kids. Well, I'll, I'll post a picture. Right. Of me with my tools. Um. Also, last last semester. Why do I keep saying that shit? I don't know. Last episode, we talked about the Little Lotus Project that was funded and blah, blah, blah. And we're going to have a link to part one. We're going to have a link to part two of the Little Lotus docu documentary to watch. And then we talked about that how our crew, Army of Snipers, was going to have the, we figured out, sizzle reel. Sizzle reel? You know, the little teaser. We'll have a, that's now out to the public. Can't and wait. we'll have um, a link to that. Um... Luckily, I was not forced to chop onions in the part two or okay. the AOS one. Okay. So far. I'm sure there's probably moments, but 
Not in, not in the. Are you taking a knee? Not in the trailers. So we'll have links to those. That'll be awesome. I highly recommend if you have not to go to our website, thenerdout.com, and check these out. They're pretty short little videos, but they're pretty awesome. So thanks, Ti. Yeah, two thumbs up. <laughs> um, there's been some interesting movie news. First of all, I went and saw a movie that I had initially dismissed. Okay. And um, and then I saw like somebody on Reddit was talking about it, and then I went to Rotten Tomatoes, and it actually had like an eighty percent approval rating. What? That would be dread three D. You know, I've a lot of people, a lot of um, guy friends on Twitter have been saying like, you have to see dread and all that stuff. Yeah, it was. It was definitely a B movie, but it knew that it was a B movie. It didn't try to be anything else. It wasn't, yeah. yeah. So it recognized its limitations and embraced them. Nice. Uh, There were moments of it that were insanely beautiful, especially in 3D. Like, if you're going to go see it, then go see it in the theater and see it in 3D. Um, It's like when the effects, when you take um, a drug in the movie. Like, everything slows down and just, like, shimmers. And, oh, oh my God, it's so beautiful. And it had a great cast. It had um, Carl Urban, who, if you have the stones to put, like, a bucket on Carl Urban's head and have him act in a movie for two hours, (laughs) then my hat is off to you. Because, A, homie is super good looking, and that's really much of his appeal. Um, He was in... um, he was in one of the Riddick, maybe the last Riddick movie. He was in uh, The Lord of the Rings. He played Aomer, I believe. Um, like the, you know, the horse lord people? Yeah. He was the, si- the son Prince. of the king, the nephew. I forget there. Um, look him up. Yeah. Super hot. And, um, you know, maybe not the greatest actor ever. Maybe <laughs> not. I don't know. So you put a bucket on his head and you're like, whoa, major handicap. <laughs> Um, but he did a really great job with what he was given, and, um, it had Lena Headley, is that it? Lena Headley. Uh, Lena Headley, maybe? Um, I'm just totally getting her mixed up with Lena Dunham. Oh, yeah. The, the girl's girl. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the woman who plays Cersei in, uh, Game of Thrones. The, the queen, um, the imp sister. Who's banging oh, yeah. her brother? The Jamie. one, the one, the three hundred. Spoiler alert. The the the, the yes. queen in three hundred. I love her. She's yeah. in that. Oh yeah, she plays like a love badass her. like warlord. Love her. War lady. She plays a war lady. <laughs> war a, a drug a drug lady. <laughs> um. So yeah, she plays a total badass. It's just it was really good. Lots of shit exploded. Super violent, which I love. Nice. A lot of blood everywhere, and ugh, it was great. You think? So? If it what if you didn't see it in three D, would it be as spectacular of an experience? Or I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it sounds it might like be, the visuals are yeah, really helping it, this out right here. Yeah, it might be worth it if that's your. I think if it's your thing, yes. If you're like, ah, oh, I would see it for the visuals, then I wouldn't bother. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the other thing that was like the, the we have good news and bad news in upcoming movies. Ugh. Um, <laughs> we'll do the good news first. The good news is, so, you know what the success of the Expendables? I've been hearing yeah. people talk about the Lady Expendables, like the oh. chick version, chick oh. action stars. That seems interesting. Yeah. And, like, I've seen a few people online, like Linda Hamilton, hmm. Sigourney Weaver, like, you, you know, obviously people younger, too, who are you going to have? 
And um, the first person that I heard is um, Gina, what's her name? The M M is she an MMA fighter? She, oh, yeah, yeah. G uh, Gina uh, Carano. Carano, oh. thank you. Um, She's who, right. Yeah, she was amazing in Haywire, which I really liked. And so I was like, ooh, that's good news. And then breaking news, beep, 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 <laughs> Katie Sackoff, a.k.a. Your my girl, beloved Starbucks. Your girl. She's going to be in it, and nobody kicks ass like her. And when, when is this supposed to come out? I'm, I don't know. Like, they're still, they haven't fully casted or anything. Probably not till 2014. Same director or same I producer don't think so. or anything? Same I think camp? it might be the same. In fact, I know it is the same producers. Same producers, same studios? Um, don't know about studios. Hmm, the same producers. Same At producers. least there's something connected. And um, see, and, and then this goes back to one of my sort of pet peeves, sort of issues that I have in life. And that is, what happens if I die before it comes out and I don't oh, get to see yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was the first thing that I thought was I did like victory laps and pumped my fist in uh, in my house when I read it. But then the second thing that happened is I was like, oh shit, what if like I get hit by a car before then? <laughs> Just and have then to I don't stay get to safe. You're gonna have to stay safe. And I almost got hit by a car yesterday, so it oh, makes me no. nervous. Um, okay, so that's the good news. Yay! Yes, Lady yeah. Expendables. <laughs> Um, the bad news is, is that apparently two movies in the work right now are a Monopoly movie and even better, Hungry Hungry Hippo what? movie. There are officially no ideas in Hollywood. I don't, I don't understand. Either we have to make them off of video games that re I mean, not video games, board games that when the movies come out really have nothing to do with the fucking board game. Mm -hmm. Or we have to go steal from other countries, mm -hmm. remake movies from other countries. Or remake the movies that we already did here that were already good and fine and dandy. Yes. Like, I don't understand. And, I mean, if you look at how many, even if you just look at how many books there are in the world. Yeah, make some of those. So many books. So many amazing books I've read that would be great movies. If you can't come up with your own ideas, steal them from books. But would Hungry Hungry Hippos be animated? I mean... <laughs> Will Hungry Hungry Hippos be a piece of shit no matter what? It would be. But yes. No matter what, yes. Oh my god, that's it's it's so fucking annoying. I know that made me so angry oh when god. I watched it. That's terrible. Speaking of just another issue that I forgot to put on here, but what's it called debuted last night? Steel Magnolias. Oh, Lifetime. the Lifetime version. Yeah, with, with the all black cast. With the all black cast, which is a really good cast of all these ladies that I really really love and respect as, but I, I refuse to watch it. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm this is what I was hoping and thinking. I was like, okay. It's called Steel Magnolias. It's all black cast. So I'm thinking it's just the name. And then the story might be a little similar, but, you know, the lines. Right. I saw a trailer. Same deal. A lot of the lines when I heard, when I saw the trailer for it and she said, pink is my signature color, I got super fucking upset. <laughs> and I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to watch this shit. Anyone's out there and saw it. Let me know, but otherwise I don't want to hear shit about it. I never saw the original Steel Magnolias. Oh, so fucking good. Mm, Still stands it. up. It's really, really good. I mean, the the cast alone, it's, it's crazy. It's a great cast. And it's just, there's a lot of liners that we still use to this day. And especially with G's around. Like, all the G's I've seen in. So, like, when you say, bad, you know, my colors are, your colors are pinky pink. No, my colors are, um... Blush and bashful. Like, all G's know that fucking line, and they know what you're talking about. So, 
yeah, just just so upset with Hollywood, Hollywood. and movies. And like, call call me, Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood, if you're listening, give Lisa a call. I Give me five minutes. I will pitch you ten amazing ideas off the top of my head. Because you already did the fucking number one movie, brought that shit to life. Totally. What was it called? P- possession. Possession. Hello. Yeah. So her, uh, you know... History is is there. <laughs> speaking of speaking of possession, you know, okay, I'm I'm not gonna get too into it, um, because you know intellectual property and all that. Okay, sort of shit. right, right. Um, my friend Leslie, aka the answer bitch, uh, aka the girl who I was like, oh, do you know the story about the Dybbuk box? And made she it wrote about it and told and me. And didn't invite you to the. To the um, red carpet world premiere. That's cool. No, That's no, cool. No, she totally didn't. <laughs> just busted. Just, just, uh, you know, crushing you. titties. Just crushing titties. You know, I was way more excited about the gift certificate she bought me as an apology for not taking me than if she had taken me. I'll be honest. <laughs> okay. Um, we found out about a new phenomenon, and all I'm going to say is it has to do with gypsies. Oh. And she and I are like. Let's go find out about it, write about it, and then turn it into a movie and make a million dollars. Yeah, do it. So if you see and a movie did, about did gypsies, did you tell her? Did you ask her? And this time, can I fucking go to the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll put together a contract beforehand, yeah. and so that way it stipulates like you must take me yeah. as your date yeah. to this. Or can I be fucking properly invited to this shit? Because I'm a part of this shit. <laughs> can you list me in the fucking? Do I get in the credits? You know what I mean. Okay, so... Um, just kidding, Leslie. <laughs> crushing titties, just crushing titties. <laughs> so let's talk about... Um, Re- okay, Revolution, right? Right. I haven't seen it. I know last episode you said that you saw it, but it yeah. was ridiculous. And I read you that headline of the LA Times yes. Review. So every time I keep seeing commercials for it, it says, all these people, all the reporter, blah, 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 like the best new thing. I was like, that's bullshit. Is that for reals? It was bullshit. I gave that piece of trash three episodes that's a big commitment that's a that big commitment that is a big commitment yes N- and not only like i'm generally not too concerned with like production wardrobe like the sort of behind the scenes stuff especially pilots first first season sometimes they don't have the budget so you let that shit that shit sure. slide sure but I just, like, some of the clothes that they wear, it's like an American Apparel ad. Now, that's what I was thinking, too, from the, from the trailer. I was like, wow, her hair is on point. Like, Yeah, totally. Like, the clothes are all, like, you know, there's somebody in some, like, yellow, like, jumpsuit. I'm like, this looks like some bitch in an American Apparel ad. <laughs> and I just, I have come to expect more from J.J. Abrams. After I watched the last one, I was like, the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> so I was like, no more season pass. I'm done. I'm done. I'm You're done. done. I'm out. Tapping out. Tapping out. Um, so what has taken its place instead is Homeland. Yeah. I've heard nothing but amazing things about that. And um, I want to start watching it when I have time. It is... Um, it's not... It's it's not as good, you know, I was talking with a friend of mine today. It did, you know, really well, I think, for acting at the Emmys. And it did. It, beat, it, it, it took out um, Mad Men. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to break the record and yeah. win for best drama, and it took them out. Yeah. No, I think that, like, I think that the 
I think that the acting is good. Everything about it is good. It's not like, oh my god, OMFG, great television. It's like, not Game of Thrones. It's not Game of Thrones. It's not good. Wire, Sopranos, no. No. like that level. It's not like that. Okay, that's good Battle to know. Galactica. It's not that good, <laughs> but it's good good. Like, I'm, okay, I'll admit it. On um, Sunday, I watched uh, five or six hours of it. Oh, okay, that's that's something. Yeah. I and get you. I liked it because okay, I obviously loved my so called life as many um as many young people, G's yeah. and girls yeah. did. Of our generation, our our age bracket, if you yes. will. So I loved that. And then like Claire Danes, she had like a decade of like home wrecking and like Yeah, and she all was kinds like Billy could yeah, mm-hmm. fucking up homegirl from weeds and yeah. shit. Yeah. So I was like not on team her. Me anymore. too. Me and too. Honestly, that was something that held me back from Homeland. I'm just like, ugh, I just do not care for her really. But she plays. A, I actually like her on Homeland because she plays a not very likable character. Oh, that's good. Like to know. she's the she's the hero, but she is not very likable. She's like flawed and yeah, seriously flawed. Like she has um sort of mental illness. Oh. <laughs> but she's also just not likable. She's a bitch. Oh. She's pushy. She does, like, illegal shit that she should not. <laughs> she is dumb as a box of rocks at times, and you want to shake her and, like, slap her around. <laughs> and she totally takes advantage of people. Like, you know, she's sort of, like, the house kind of hero. Oh, see, see, see. And so I was like, all right, I kind of like that. And so I'm about six episodes in, and uh, I was talking to my neighbor yesterday, and he was like, Oh, wait till you get about nine. If you like it now, wait till you get about nine episodes in. That's when oh. shit gets real. Oh, shit. So, and this is a, the second season just started? On like, Showtime. Like, and what, two episodes, three yeah, episodes? Yeah, two in? or three. And I don't get Showtime, and I'm not going to get Showtime. So, unfortunately, I'm just going to have to wait a year to watch, like, the next season. I You'll, te- you'll teach me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you won't have to wait, my friend. Okay. Ritzy, Ritzy P, a.k.a. Jedi Master <laughs> of Torrington. <laughs> Only because I have good friends that taught me the way. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Homeland, totally. And and also, I remembered that we were talking about um, David Boreanaz last episode. Because we are talking about the bones. We are talking about bones, right? And then I remembered, like, on my way home, a story that I should have told you, because I personally find it so amazing. What a, so embarrassing. Okay, I used to be, um, I used to promote a club in LA, it was a country music club, and at our maybe second, at the second night that we had it, um, it used to be at a bar that's no longer in Hollywood anymore, and um, so the second night, there were like five, no, it's, that's not fair, there were probably 20 people there, <laughs> and you know, starting to club out, that's, that's what happens, that's how the cookie crumbles, uh-huh. and he, but he was one of them. And he was just sitting at the bar by himself. And this was during when he was on what show? What was he doing he at the time? He might have been on Angel at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he must have been on Angel at the time. I never really got... I didn't get into Angel then. I, I only watched Angel a couple years ago. Um, and so... And at any rate, and I was like, oh my god, I want to say something. Oh my god, I want to say something. Oh my god, I want... Keep in mind, I, you know, I was probably like 27. Uh-huh. I'm like, I want to say something. I want to say something. And, find, and my friends are like, do it, do it. Okay, A number one, don't ever do it. No. No. I mean, as I have learned time and time again, you never do it. Yeah. So I went up to him and I was like, hi. I was like, I was like, thank you so much for coming to my club. Can I buy you a drink? He's like, no, I'm good. 
and you and like you could tell that he was just like like you could see like his shoulders kind of yeah, go like, up to his oh, ears. No. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey, no, I'm good." I'm like, "No, I insist. You really have to." He's like, "No, you really don't have to do that." And um, I maybe had had a couple myself, so oh, I was very bit... insistent. Oh no! That he let me buy him a drink. Oh no! And so afterwards, the bartender leans over to me as I like run off to tell all my friends, like, "Oh my god, I totally like." I totally browbeat David <laughs> Morganis into having a drink. And the bartender tells me later, she's like, oh, his best friend owns this bar. He drinks for free. Uh, I was all, that's cool. Oh. <laughs> that cool. <laughs> so yeah, that was my totally embarrassing David oh. Boreana strike. <clears throat> oh. And while we're on the topic, because it's going to roll right into this next one, while we're on the topic of weird personal stories, yeah. and I was warning Ritzy, I was like, this is kind of embarrassing. The NX, but I'm just going to... you're going to do it. I'm trusting you guys with this. <laughs> I dreamed this morning, right before I woke up, that I was dating um, Richard Castle. The, the character. Nathan, Nathan Fillion, Fillion. But the character, Richard Castle. Oh, okay, okay. And I was, like, trying to play it super cool. Like, I totally liked him. I was trying to play it all cool. And, you know, because I didn't want to, like, didn't want to put myself out there and get hurt, Ritzy. <laughs> and he was like, don't you get that I'm totally into you? And I was like, oh, my God. And then it was great. We made out. And oh, my God. And then, like, my cats were trying to wake me up. And... My alarm went off, and I was like, no, no, no. So it was very brief, but it was like, it's the best thing that happened to me all day. Because <laughs> it was real, yo, for a second. Oh, did you? Roll a tear. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah. Well, speaking of homeboy. I know. I don't know if you saw this, but on the Science Channel... I was watching something on the Science Channel. I forgot what I was watching. And they said on November 11th, they're going to have uh, the Brown Coats Unite Firefly reunion. Like, they're going to show the Comic-Con panel and do interviews and stuff. And I was like, I got to tell T.I. if she doesn't know about this. I did not know about this. Yeah, so it's going down November 11th. We'll have a link to it. And um, I thought you should know. So exciting. Because you didn't get to go to Comic-Con this year. No, and I never, ever in a million years, Would as wait. much as I love Firefly, I never, ever in a million years, and my husband, Nathan Fillion, never, ever in a million years would I wait for more than like an hour and a half or two hours to go see you don't that like, you don't, you don't love You don't love him that much then. And you know that those people waited for... All day. An all night, 24 hours probably to get into that panel. Not I. Okay, nay, I, nay, I don't nay. think you love him that much, then. <laughs> That's what I think. Um, so, in addition to watching a fuckload of television, I am also reading a lot right now. You're, you're I'm a machine. On a roll. You're, on a, you're a machine. Um, I just finished a book that I wanted to share with our happy listeners because I feel like it is so right up our alley. It's called uh, Ready Player One. And many of you probably know about this. I know it came out like two years ago, and I'm way behind. Um, but it's, it takes place in like a dystopian future where, uh, everyone sort of escapes reality to plug into like a massive online world called Oasis. And the guy who created Oasis is sort of like a Steve Jobsian, like, um, more maybe Bill Gatesian, <laughs> like super, <laughs> super genius, um, socially awkward guy, whatever. And he basically leaves his entire fortune and ownership of this company in a scavenger hunt in the game. So um, 
there are lots of people, the young people in particular, that are sort of the stars of this one. They're like, like our hero lives in abject poverty and uh, all this sort of stuff, but like plugs in and he's plugged into Oasis where he goes to school, where he does this, where he does that for like 20 hours a day. And um, so it's just kind of an interesting premise. And then it's all about, you know, the big treasure hunt in the game. But then it's also super 80s. Like everything in it is super 80s because apparently the guy who created it was really into the 80s, grew up in the 80s. So it is, um, there are references all over the place to like games, to TV shows, to things like that. I liked it, did not love it. Um, but my other friends who've read it loved it. So I figured that I would recommend that to people. Okay. If you want something nerdy and gamey. We'll have a link to that for sure. Yes, we will. And then, um, I finally pulled the trigger, but I was then trying to figure out, do I read Much Ado About Nothing? Or do I read the new Dresden Files book? I went with Dresden Files. Much Ado About Nothing is next. But if anybody has any book ideas, holler at me. Send send them her way. Yeah. She's a reader. I'm a reader. So that's it. Books. Mm-hmm. And Books. Then, and then I picked up a fortune magazine from you. Oh, yeah. From she, she I pulled dug it out, out of her trash. The, not the trash, my friend. The recycle Recycling. bin. Okay. I was like, what is a fortune magazine doing in your recycle bin? You're so you're such a neat, you're such a brainiac. We get them. We get a bunch of magazines. Um, but moving on to music, we don't talk about music that much. But mm. I got so excited because I nerd out about um, the band Interpol. I've done a lot of drugs with them. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, you know, not anymore. But in my in my <laughs> wasted, misspent youth, <laughs> drugs were done with Interpol. <laughs> I, I love Interpol. I do too. Um, they're one of the you know, uh, back in the days in the 80s, there's bands that we loved, that we we still love to this day. They still stand up, you know, to the test of time mm-hmm. and can go up against anyone that's out right now. There are, a lot of bands come out, they might have one, you know, one hit wonder or something like that. Or like but, a record that's awesome. Yeah, and that's it. You know, there's a few bands that 10 years, 20 years later are like amazing that come out recently, you know, like... Radiohead or some might think Coldplay. I don't think so, but you know those those long term bands and stuff. And for me, it was I hadn't been excited about a band in a long time until Interpol came out. And I have all their albums. Um, I remember Mr. D and I went to go get their seven inch um, package that you had to go to uh, when Shepherd Ferry and I think uh, Kinsey uh, had yeah. that uh-huh. place in the Will Turn. You go like every, once a week or once a day and you get another seven inch yeah. and then you get the whole pack and stuff like we we're totally nerding out about that. And so anyways, I got excited because I got something in the, I'm on the newsletter and this year it's the 10 year anniversary of their first album, turn on the bright lights. Mm-hmm. So what they're doing is they're releasing the 10th anniversary edition with the, there's, you can get the LP and the DVD or the CD and the DVD. It's going to have like, um, extra footage and extra tracks, the original album remastered, bonus material. I'm super excited. We're going to have a link to it. That is a nice price. Yes. For the double CD slash DVD, including a 48-page photo booklet, um, and then the aforementioned four CD DVDs, um, and a button, it's 20 bucks, 21 bucks. Yeah, and then... It's amazing. 
when we went through this purging process to for the office, you know, mm -hmm. I went through the first when we moved here, I went through a grip of CDs. And I was like, okay, I already got that, or I don't really need that, or I can download it and then upload it and then sell it back to Amoeba. Mm -hmm. So I did another one of those, and I've kept all my Interpol stuff because mm -hmm. the design is impeccable mm -hmm. on all the packaging design. So definitely I want to get the whole shebang with them. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't mind actually paying for something instead of, you know, going what? online. <laughs> and um, I just love Interpol. I've been to almost every show that they've had here, my... Dream is to see them either when they go to Mexico or when they're in their hometown of New York. Mm -hmm. Would be awesome to see them in those two cities. But I love them so much. And when we, the last time they were here, they were at the Greek and we were in the pit. And it just, I look around and I was like, see, that's, that's a sign of a really amazing band that's going to go far. When you look around the crowd and you see all fucking walks of life, mm -hmm. like their music unifies, like there's some yeah. weird thread that you're like i would never be at a concert with your ass mm -hmm. but i'm here like you see latinos you know because they love that shit it's kind of on the lines of the smiths mm -hmm. you know totally. new order you know what i'm saying joy division sometimes we need to we need to seriously dissect that one maybe you can oh morrissey yeah maybe oh, you can oh, shed uh, some light on that this will by the time you guys hear it'll be too late but morrissey is going to be on uh the, the colbert report tonight Ooh. I got a set to record, friends. I'm gonna have um, to but yeah, like th that's so. Like if you go to a, um, a radio concert, you yeah. see all walks of life. Yeah. Interpol, the same thing. And we're all like looking at each other like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm hugging. We're <laughs> hugging people and shit. Like, hugging oh strangers. My God. Yeah, like, oh my God, they're so dope. And, oh, and I yeah. love Daniel well, this and is, Paul Banks. This is cool because it looks like, I mean, there's stuff from like the late 90s here. Good, just really yeah. good shit, dude. So, Interpol, I nerd out about them. If you've never heard them before, check them out. They have plenty of material for you to listen to and get into. And I think if this is your first introduction, this will probably be an amazing introduction uh -huh. to them. Their first album with extra stuff. Awesome. And they're amazing live. That's another thing. You can't be a good band in my book unless you're amazing live. You got to hold up live. Yes, for sure. And they're one of those bands. Yeah, or don't play live. If yeah. you can't do it, don't. If you can't do it, get out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I saved for last my biggest pet peeve of the I don't know, week, two weeks, whatever. Fortnite. Okay. Fortnite. Fortnite. Um, okay, now, I don't know if you heard about this. Um, and gentle listeners, I imagine some of you guys did. There is a candidate running for office in Maine. Okay. And she plays World of Warcraft. Um, there is like a website and a whole campaign dedicated to taking her down what? because of this. I seriously, when I, first of all, a friend, <laughs> a friend of mine read, a friend of mine retweeted something on like some news site from it because I think because she is extremely partisan and I think that she was just like following the party line. Um, and so she posted it and I, and I sat there and like steam came out of my ears <laughs> and I was like, this motherfucker, like <laughs> I lost it. And so I sent her, um, a very, an email that was like polite, but very firm. Yeah. Which I shall recap for you here because Let's like, this is the sort of thing that really annoys me. It's like, okay, I play, 
I play World of Warcraft, among other games. Yeah. And I enjoy myself. I have, they're like dissing this woman because she has like a high level character. 68 I, orc, level 68 orc, rogue yeah. girl, whatever that means. 68 is not even that high. <laughs> um, please, bitch, please. I got, I got more and I got higher. And it doesn't interrupt my day-to-day life. I play it maybe like four hours a week. Okay. I am a normal functioning member of society. In fact, it helps me for the job that I do in my downtime. And, like, just sort of mocking someone for being a gamer or for having, like, some sort of life outside of what fucking boring stick-in-the-mud people think is acceptable to me. That's ridiculous. And then using that as a platform to attack them. I was like, that is such bullying and, like... I dealt, you know, I never, thankfully, like, sort of culture, pop culture right now is like, oh, nerds are cool, which is awesome, because nerds are not always cool, mm-hmm. and kids these days are going to never know how hard it used to be. Yeah. If you were into, like, comic books, or um, D&D, or, you know. Chess. Yeah, or any, Math like, club. nerdy shit that was, like, not cool, and to me, it just smacks so hard of, like, schoolyard bullying and I just want to like punch every last one of these motherfuckers in the fucking face. They say they they say that she has a bizarre double life. A bizarre double life and that she lives in a fantasy world and all this sort of stuff. That's and I'm ridiculous. Like, there are more people who play World of Warcraft than there are people in New England. <laughs> so that is so ridiculous. I know. It made me so mad. So I don't know if you guys heard about this. If anybody did and it makes you mad too let, Let me know. Switch. We can get mad together. You can totally hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Lisa B. L-I-S-A-B-E-E. <laughs> we can take the shit offline. We can go play World of Warcraft together. Go kill people and just fucking make us feel better. So will you keep us posted on what happens yes. to her and if she yes. wins or and, loses? And-, and her response was her response was perfect because she was like, huh, you know, like over 100 million people worldwide play this game. Like, I, I don't... <laughs> yeah. It seems like pretty mainstream to me. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we should keep it about the issues and not about what somebody so does in their fucking personal time. It's like, and you know, it's, it's always... I'm just going to characterize here. It's always like a certain subsect of politics that's like a group of people um, who really want everyone to have the same kind of like boring vanilla life that they lead and the instant somebody like you know wants a dick in their mouth or wants to play a video game or you know wants to have fucking fun yeah that or challenge things then it's like no 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 pile on but the thing that's even more irritating is that they they say all these things but they're doing all these things oh totally but you know behind behind closed doors cheating on their spouses and doing all this stuff it's just like it's it's self hate it's totally self-hate. You know what I'm yes, saying? Because it's, it's usually the politicians that are anti-gay. They're always, they always fucking turn out to be fucking gay. Yeah. Because it's self-hate. Yeah. So that's the, I think, to me, that's extra irritating because they're like, you know, don't do this and don't do that. And this person did this. Well, you just. And now I'm going to go do it in my personal time. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. use fucking uh, state funds to do it and shit. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Beware the person who beats the drum the loudest. Exactly. So say a thought. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Wait, do you smell that? Ooh, what is that? <laughs> Gross. 
Now, did I put this down? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I can't remember what that is. I'll have to come back to it. Okay. There was something about girls don't play video games, like some essay or something. Uh, it was, I can't remember what it was, so we'll just have to come back. And I don't remember, real quick, let me see if I can get it, but... Right now, um, Ritzy is <laughs> digging, digging through one of like five tool and tackle boxes. Shit. With, for remember. like cool, what is that? It's my, remember, remember we talked about that I was going to go and get a wood boring drill bit? Yeah. And I was going to let you guys know how it went down. Okay, it was amazing. I, I did it. Um, but this, this is like, I want to put this in like, a bow and like shoot it at it's somebody. It's awesome, right? Um, it's like a screw with these little sharp prongs all around it. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay, so I'll put a picture a picture of it so that we know what I'm reviewing right now. It's the Irwin Speed Bore Five Eighth Inch Max Speed Wood Boring Drill Bit. This is what I used to drill five inch <clears throat> five eighth five eighth inch. Um, holes. Oh yeah, in those boxes and over there. My my wooden saw. Well, I thought they were solid, but in my wooden cubes. And um, where did you get wooden cubes? Got them online at this wood wood store. <laughs> oh, my God, you were for, so handy for this. I am. I'm telling you, Miosito. I tell him, I go, dude, you're lucky. I go, I'm techie. I put I put all our systems together, our surround systems together, all our components together. Um, I build all of our IKEA furniture by myself. Do you have a uh, tool belt? No, I have a toolbox. I should get you a tool. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, I need to get you a tool belt. <laughs> so I have a toolbox that I've had forever, and um, like I was saying, my dream is to have the garage with all my tools mm-hmm. and stuff. But anyways, this this Irwin speed bore, uh, wood boring drill bit, it has is amazing. I did research and, um. Usually the ones to do the holes are like, it's a drill bit, but then it has like this flat, you know, plane and that's what does the, the, yes. the holes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this has like a drill, t- you'll see it has a drill little tip. Then it has this huge, True. enormous, kind of like a bigger. So what you can do is it keeps it stable uh-huh. in the place that you need to make the hole. So that starts set off so that you don't, um, move because you know when you're going to make a hole it's, sure there's a purpose you know wires are going to go through or something else is going through for me it's a doubt so i don't want it to move and be in different places every time because i'm drilling you know three fucking cubes so um yeah went to lowe's got it it was like i don't know maybe nine bucks or something six bucks that's a low price for happiness because I always say you need the right, like, it's true. You need the right tool for the right job mm-hmm. or else you're just wasting time. So I went and I splurged. I got this. Use my um, good friend Jenny O's Milwaukee drill that I love <laughs> that I will soon get for myself and use that together. Did it outside. I I was in and out of all these in like 10 minutes. Like, it was amazing. So, if you're looking for a wood boring uh, drill bit, I recommend the Irwin Speedbore. For those of you looking for a wood boring <laughs> drill bit, I don't often drill wood, but when I do, but I use I the do. Irwin Speedbore. But when I do, years. I use the Irwin Speedbore. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll have pictures. 
of it in the package and I have a picture of when I actually did the holes with the drill. We're going to have lots of pictures this time. Yeah. So be sure to, maybe we'll put some on Facebook too. Oh yeah, we'll definitely, we'll have a little uh, folder. I think we'll oh, start, nice. we'll start putting them on. Episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's oh, so smart. Oh, we're thinking kids, we're thinking. That's so smart. <laughs> All right, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That, right? That's nothing Nothing else. I mean, you Pressing. got you got to stop somewhere is all I'm and saying. That, we're going to stop right now. Plus, I got to go pee. Okay. Um, all right, kids. Okay, we're done. <laughs> Peace out, nerds. Peace out, nerds.